Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three New Mexico's Business Podcast. I am your host, Pam Myers, and my wonderful co-host is the fabulous Eric Yoakum. We are here today with Michelle Mirabal. Michelle is the founder um, of Third Soul Events. Michelle brings 25 years of event planning experience um, from the hotel industry and the private sector. She does all kinds of events and has um, been instrumental in creating a community here around Foxy Fest and some other things that she has going on. So well, I'm excited to be able to have this conversation with you today. Thanks for joining, Michelle. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to share some new information with y'all. So you've been in business since, what, 2006? Correct. Yes, 2006. And we've done large scale events such as the um, wine festival to smaller um, things like we're doing smaller retreats, but we have a wide range of experience. And you made yeah. it through the pandemic. Yay. Yes, that was tough, but we did. We did some virtual yeah. events. And now the in-person events, are just I just love it. And I think people love that engagement too. Yeah. It's just not the same, not the same thing as being in person doing it virtual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you still doing both or are you exclusively in person now? Exclusively in person. The only thing is Zoom meetings is pretty much it on the virtual side, but not um, any virtual events now. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. What's a Foxy event? So last year in 2023, I wanted to launch a series of events and do some programming around bringing the LGBTQ plus community along with allies and healthier events. You know, we do have a couple of bars here, but we want to kind of broaden and, and what we get together as our community in a healthier way. So last year we were very successful. It was the inaugural year and we did a comedy show. Um, our first one was with Dana Goldberg and we sold out. And then we moved on to a camping festival, which we had all kinds of games and um, paddle boarding music. So it was a, a variety of things you can do. So we're continuing this year, 2024, and um, starting off with our our Foxy retreat. So what this is going to be is a one-day retreat, and we'll offer Reiki all day, uh, yoga, and then a Middle Eastern dance movement. So we're hitting a bunch of different modalities and healing along with comedy, and then we're going to have a local chef that will use locally sourced foods and we'll make our own meal together. And then we'll also have um, how to ease chronic stress session with a local psychotherapist, um, Celeste Knight. And then we will have comedy with Sarah Kennedy and she owns Dry Heat Comedy. So we'll bring in some laughter and then end with some live music with Lainey Nash. So a good wow. on healing because there's different modalities other than just meditation. So we'll hit on all of those and hope that um, folks can join us. And that's going to be on Saturday, March 9th. <laughs> she checks her notes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Nine>. <laughs> <Going> on. <laughs> and then after that, too, we're going to be running into, um, I'm partnering with the Hot Flash Albuquerque gals with the Cathy's and no, no better people to partner with. And we're doing two large events. We're going to be doing a, a really big, terrific pride after party. And that's going to be on June 8th. And we'll be using Juno Brewery downtown. And we've used them before. They're really, really great with the community. 
bringing in an international DJ and she's a um, dinosaur resident DJ and also Aqua Girl in Miami. So she'll be coming in, we'll be having a big party and that's June 8th. And then also we're gonna have a Dinah pre-party, you know, Dinah Shore that happens in September every year in Palm Springs, one of the largest parties. So we're gonna try to give it some love and have a pre-party here on August. That's gonna be, I believe, August 3rd, same at Juno, bringing in another resident DJ from Dinah and hopefully we have some cool giveaways and encourage people to go to Dinah Shore sometime. Okay, Dinah, am I oblivious, like Dinah Shore, like Dinah Shore, like, you know, and, and if it is dinosaur, like that goes way back. I mean, do folks, do younger folks have any clue who dinosaur is? That's just, I'm to like, that's my thing. And Johnny Carson. Go, sure, I know who that is. But if I'm 25, I'm going to go, huh? So I'm sorry. No, but I think a lot of folks don't even realize and, and you know, go into that as to whom the founder is or who it's about. However, they just know it's a really good party because right. so, it's one of the largest in the U.S. And it was geared as a lesbian party. And now it's just pretty much welcome all. And that's kind of what Foxy Festival is doing. It started like same as geared towards women festivals and things like that. But right now, it's so important to include everyone in our community. I think any allies or however anyone's identifying, um, we want to welcome everybody to enjoy these healthy events. Don't get me wrong. We do have booze at these events. We just try to keep it a little healthy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I um, just Googled it and Dinah Shore was not a lesbian, but she was a big ally. So I'm like learning all kinds of stuff. You know, I'm like, she, she's like rat pack level of yeah. hanging out. Right. Like, and that's, that's how I remember Dinah Shore. I mean, I'm old and dinosaur was old when I was a kid. So that's like, this has been this. So this party has been going along. Time. I am so oblivious. So uh, really that's, so, that's cool though. That's yeah. Cool. It's, party, it's yeah. the biggest lesbian event in the country still today. Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. It is. Yeah. yeah. Happens every year. Yeah. Yeah. So we're partnering with them and hopefully we'll um, have successful responses with them and collaborate on, you know, networking, bringing their name, here to New Mexico, and then also encouraging, like, you know, Erica, you hadn't heard of the dinosaur event. So there's lots of folks that haven't. And to be able to experience it, maybe save up for next year or hop on a plane and go this year, you know? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, now, uh, and you do all kinds of, you do corporate events, you do trade shows, you do weddings, all different kinds mm -hmm. of things. Correct, Michelle? That's correct. So um, I, I do. Mm -hmm. I do events in, in the greater Los Angeles area and in Austin, but I do travel anywhere that um, the event calls for. It's that's the, the luxury of this business and of post pandemic during, I guess we're still in the pandemic, but being able to work um, virtually and or long distance, you know, remotely, it, it's so common now. And for my job, that's exactly what it is. You could work anywhere until the event begins and then I'm on site. So I do, I do a lot of corporate, a lot of nonprofit. And um, I also have a photo booth that I rent out and that gets, that's been pretty busy too. So when I'm not doing just an event, then I have that to rent out. And I also rent out DJ equipment too. 
we have a, a DJ in-house too. So we've expanded in different areas. And I think those were parts of pivoting during the pandemic, which have actually been successful now. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say you had the luxury of traveling. I was going to say, ew, <laughs> traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed during pandemic, but now it's like full force. I'm all about it. My miles are racking up. <laughs> wow. What? Yeah, no, I'm still a big weenie when it comes to that. I'm like, yeah. don't put me in a tube with a bunch of other people. Boo. <laughs> other than other than the um, the pandemic, Michelle, what other what's like the is? Do you have other challenges, or have there been? Um, that's that's been the biggest one, and I think the only one, because there's a conference that I've done for the New Mexico Film Office. And we were already planning early stages for the annual event and the pandemic had just hit and now they haven't done it in a couple of years, but mm -hmm. I think they want to, you know, if you're investing money and gaining sponsorship, you want to ensure that's going to be a successful and well attended event. But the pandemic was the biggest hurdle I've had to climb. And a, and a lot of folks that I talk to and they say, Oh, event planning. I just don't know how you can do it. And I'm like, it, it's in my wheelhouse. It's my passion. It's easy. I think everyone has, you know, their talents. And I, I think this is my, this is definitely my passion. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Event planning. Yeah. That's like, so I love that. I'm, I'm a big fan of the, uh, am I the asshole column on Reddit? I read it all the time and it's so, I laugh hysterically. So sometimes it's just like the, the bridezilla thing happens or, you know, some event happens and I read the horror stories and I laugh, but I'm sure you have like great, Mm -hmm. Yes, about yes. the yes. hitting the propeller at all levels, right? So yeah. In fact, when I first started in about 2006 professionally, um, I did a lot more weddings then, okay. and I had a groomzilla who was a, a groomzilla. Groomzilla. So then after that, then I started um, not doing as many weddings. I have a <laughs> lot of experience in there. <laughs> You know, a little bit tainted, but no, they, it's, it's so much work in detail and, you know, you get, it's better to work smarter, not harder. So working corporate nonprofit events is the smarter way to go. And I just love my clients. I work with some really good clients and I actually going back to working out of town, I did work with some folks from Phoenix, Arizona recently too. And I did international with Korea. We had a client in Korea too oh wow mm -hmm. oh there's some travel yes and they came here so they came to okay. santa Fe. yeah oh okay so well, how was that challenge let me tell you that that was a challenge because of the cultural differences because i had right. to staff and you know that to be professionally dressed and mannered and some of the gentlemen would stand with their hands in their pocket and i got a complaint about that and I felt, well, I don't think that's really bad, but culturally for them, it is, it's, it's rude if you have your hands in your pockets. So it was it really interesting just trying to, you know, navigate the differences in cultures mm -hmm. and, um, and then describe our food to them because New Mexican food is so different. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to go back to that because you mentioned that earlier about locally sourced food and that, that, I, that cracks me up because I'm from California, like a lot of different food. Grown, yes. raised, bread, caught, whatever in California, New Mexico. It's like chili. <laughs> and what else? Chili. <laughs> and wine, wine, grapes, grapes. Yeah. Too. 
right? But so, yeah. Yes. So, what, what, what are you sourcing here? So, well, well, okay. So, going back to the locally sourced food with our retreat, it's Chef Fallon, and she works with local growers. So, it's a lot of uh, local grown uh, plant based food, and, and she'll add proteins to it for whom um, want that within their diet. But she works with the local farmers. And that we can appreciate because it's supporting the local farmers. It's teaching people on um, on healthy eating habits, which mm-hmm. obviously goes back into our self care. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything has to be grown in a greenhouse. As Pam has found out, you can have tomatoes in January if you have a greenhouse. But like even in the, I, I it, and I've said this I don't know how many times, but it always cracks me up when I go buy. I'm gonna go buy vegetables. And then it's like, yeah, it can handle full sun. And there should be a disclaimer on it. It should be a little asterisk that says, but not New Mexico full sun. <laughs> That's like, you know, putting a plant under a magnifying glass and expecting yeah. it to grow food for you is a little silly. It's silly. Yeah. I know I have fried my share of plants to know. <laughs> so, so locally, you know, when they, when they, oh, they grow here. It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's cool that there are people growing things here. I'm just yeah. a lot of marijuana right now, but I'm sure yeah. you have vegetables too. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yep. We have our supply of that. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always great too to go to the. I don't want to get off topic, but to go to the local farmers markets because there's all kinds of um, great opportunities for locally sourced products. Yes. Eggs, eggs. Well, yeah, down here in the springtime, it's everybody's like up to, up to here in eggs. In we eggs? Eggs, That's yeah, funny. chicken eggs. Because we all have chickens down here. Everybody has chickens yeah. down here. So, yeah. But uh, I I love the idea of, of, of doing that. I love that. The retreat sounds fantastic. So yes. where is that mm-hmm. going to be? Where? We are having it here in Albuquerque. And it's at a space near the down, between downtown and Wells Park area. Um, it used to be a private business, but now they've all uh, are working remotely. So now they're loaning the space for community events such as ours. So the address will be given at once registered, but that's the proximity. We do have two people registered that are coming in from LA actually. So yeah, we're getting people from everywhere and, um, you can register it's on Eventbrite and it's also on our website at thirdsoulevents.com, and it's under the link Foxy Festival. And, um, and then we'll be posting about our, once we have all the details and timeline on the pride party in June and our Dynapri party in August, we'll have that there too, which will most likely be ticketed events as well. And we are, I gotta say, we've just partnered with New Mexico ferments and they're a locally, um, they're a local kombucha, um, company and, they are actually LGBTQ, I believe, owned and managed, and they will be at our retreat. Um, they'll have their setup there, and we're offering anyone from their um, their network a 25% discount. So if you look out for their newsletter on New Mexico Ferments, they'll be placing it in their newsletter, and there will be a 25% off discount. Yeah. Fine. Exciting. Yeah. We try to make it affordable and, and you know, um, welcoming to everyone too. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. So, I mean, is it, you know, is it's like anybody's welcome? 
Anybody's welcome. Anybody. We want um, anyone that is in a safe space and that will uh, respect that safe space for everybody. So everyone's welcome. What are the hours it's going to be in March, Michelle? It's going to start at 830 and it will include around 6 p.m. Okay. And Unless people stay drunk or something. <laughs> are you um do are you encouraging people to attend for the entire duration or can people kind of attend different aspects of it we're encouraging to do the whole day if they wish to do one aspect you can do the easing chronic chronic stress with um celeste knight mm -hmm. that separately and that's a 25 dollar for that hour okay and you'll see that on Eventbrite as an add-on. So you could only register for that. We've had a couple of people register only for that as well. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the event right now. I'm checking it all out. It's, it's yeah. very well, very well presented here. It's very cool. How many, how many people are you hoping for? You know, we want to not be larger than 30 to 40 people because we still want to keep it a little bit intimate. Mm -hmm. um, we have the space for a lot more, but we, we really want it to be a little bit more focused. And I've gone to different retreats here locally and in Costa Rica. Everyone goes to a retreat in Costa Rica. And I've gone to one in Puerto Rico. So my idea was, was not doing all of their, the traditional things they do because everyone has different learning styles, practices, and interests. So that's kind of why I hit on all modalities on that. And you two better sign up. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was like, looking at it going, it looks like fun, especially, but I'm laughing because I'm trying to envision 40 people cooking at one time. Shit's yeah. going to start getting thrown. Sorry. That's going to be like, what? Get out of my way. You know. <laughs> yeah, and we, did my butter. we did something similar with 30 people in Santa Fe for a retreat, and uh, it worked out really good. It worked yeah. out really good. Yeah. We had a good flow because we'll be doing mocktail making. I feel that's a new trend coming in. And for myself, I don't drink alcohol anymore. So we'll be doing mocktails so that people could be enticed by, well, you know, I could have this. And if they wish to add a spirit, that's totally fine. But to kind of bring new, you know, senses and stuff like that together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. As we age and our bodies go, oh, you know, I'm going to take that one drink and turn it into 5 billion calories for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> knowing how to make a, a mocktail on, an, on a summer's afternoon is a great thing to know. Yeah. 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 So one can only drink so many, so much cranberry juice. You know, yeah. You go out and, and try to have a good time and you do, I do, but it's always only soda and a juice. So in LA for New Year's Eve at a really cool event. Um, and they had some really good infused non-alcoholic um, beverages to make you great mocktails and they had non-alcoholic beer. And it's a little bit harder to find here. It's hit or miss. So we want to make that a little bit more normalized. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for being a guest on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, y'all. So I hope you all sign up at thirdsoulevents.com under Foxy Festival. Yes. Or if you need an event planner for anything, call me. Right, yeah. <laughs> we look look forward to it. Thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. The best. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please stick around for our next podcast next week. <laughs>